0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Faye.
1: And I'm Delacqua,
0: And it's Terminal 234. Woo, yeah, yeah. We're back again for another episode, <laughs> this time twice as strong. We have two guests with us. That's we do. kind of unusual for us. We usually just have one. But this topic that we have for today felt um, felt like a two-guest two, two guest episode was necessary. So how about our guests introduce themselves?
1: Ladies first.
0: Hi, I'm Miriam Obosoya.
2: Oh, wow. You gave us I'm last name, too. Middle name. I'm
1: tell us everything else. No. Like, what do you like? What do you do for fun? walks of the beach. All right.
3: Your turn. All right. I'm Habib um, Suda so GQ. Just put that in there. Oh, Right, right, right. That's <laughs> it. Instagram
0: handle. looking for him round. on socials, there you go. Right. So, um, you know, before we get to our main topic at hand, let's go ahead and just get through quick hits really quick. We only have two today, and they're pretty quick and easy so let's go ahead and get into them
1: yeah i mean i'm sure you guys all know or aware of what's going on in nigeria right Mm -hmm. and stars and swats and all the different variations of it Mm -hmm. that's kind of what everybody's been on so everything's kind of honestly been on a like a standstill trying to figure that out yeah um people are protesting here in nigeria all over the world i know there's a protest today in dc as well they've had one they had one last week or recorded yeah have another one today so it's it's, you know, taking hold, taking shape. A lot of celebrities around the world have, you know, voiced their support of the protests. Um, we're not going to go all the way into it because we talked about it before, basically. But it's just trying to end police brutality in Nigeria, basically.
0: Yeah, and I think even beyond that, like, it's become a a um a means of just putting a spotlight on a lot of things going on in Nigeria outside of just police brutality I feel like I'm seeing a lot of content online about it just being a means to end whatever kind of inadequacies and stuff that are going on in Nigeria and that have been going on for eons um but yeah like he said we already talked about this last week so you can tune into that to get like an overarching idea of where we stand and how we feel about it but I mean, the support is still here. We're always looking for things to get better in Nigeria. And I know that right now, the most recent iteration of the protests are there's like non-negotiables that have been put on the table and Mm -hmm. that they Mm want to get taken care of. So do you want to give us a little bit of
1: Yeah. So basically the protesters have, you know, organized and have five main demands, which is good because you can't just be protesting without like actual points of action. Mm -hmm. So they have five things they're demanding. I'll read it off here. Um, Number one, the release of arrested protesters. So they have been arresting protesters. Um, Some of them have been released, not all of them, so they're still, you know, fighting for that. Um, Justice and compensation for families of victims, that's a huge problem, right? We deal with that here as well. Someone gets killed. There's no compensation. There's no acknowledgement. Like, of course, you can't go backwards to fix what already happened, but you can at least acknowledge that something happened. A young person was killed Mm -hmm. for no reason. We should be able to, like, say that out loud. Um, number three, there's been no action on that. Number three, independent body to oversee prosecution of officers within 10 days, which to me sounds fair enough. Like, if you shoot someone, we should be able to deal with you that quickly. Like, if you decided in a split second you're going to shoot someone for no reason, let's deal with it quickly. At least let's start moving. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times these police officers disappear off the face of the earth. (laughs) We don't know where they are. We don't know where they go. But they disappear and they're good. Um... Number four, psychological evaluation of disbanded officers before redeployment. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of huge, right? We talk about mental health all the time. It's like, don't just move them to another unit. Like, let's make sure they can actually do this work. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been some action on that front. And then number five, increase of police salaries, Um, which, talking about Nigeria, that's huge. Because they, I think they recently released, like, the pay chart, a pay scale for them. A lot of these guys don't make any kind of money, especially people that are on the streets. Like, they're making less than a couple hundred dollars a month. So, it's not a surprise that they're using this job to their advantage to make some kind of money. Which, I mean, not to be like it's okay that they're extorting money, but people would would be okay with that if they weren't killing people on top of it you know what yeah. i mean it's like I mean, there's I a level of would be okay with not okay but, but there's a level you like you know it's yeah, like nigeria yeah, right yeah, there's yeah, a level of okay it's nigeria like that's just how things happen like you know grease my palm i grease your elbow this you know everybody yeah. greasing everybody was <laughs> like don't shoot me on top of the grease Yeah,
0: no, I totally agree with that. And honestly, I do kind of want to hear from Miriam and Habib to wrap up this topic, since like I said, we've already talked about it. But before I let them take the stage, take the mic, if you will, I do want to say I think Going off of the last point you just mentioned, it's always about getting to the root of the issue as opposed to just putting a band-aid to what has come from certain issues. So yeah, if you start paying people a livable wage, I'm sure you'll see atrocities like police brutality go down substantially. So definitely support those five non-negotiables and especially any that go at the root of the issue at hand. So Miriam, do you have any points on NSARS? I
2: mean, a lot of it, just from talking to my parents, it seems it's so much more complicated than um, pointing at just one person mm-hmm. and saying you guys are all responsible for this one thing. It's a deeper problem like you guys touched on. It's dealing with the mental health like my dad was talking about how like are these guys even trained? Like you look at the way that you train the people that you are putting to put on the streets. So it's mental health, it's training, it's livable wage mm-hmm. and then it's also like much more just like this is a symptom of a larger problem. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, almost a catalyst for something bigger that's going mm-hmm, to come. Mm-hmm. Um, if this can get resolved, then it can propel Nigerians into solving like, a lot more other exactly,
1: issues. Exactly. Yeah. Well, definitely. And one other thing is that, you know, it's obviously not one of the, the demands, but another factor that goes into this whole protest and everything is just the fact that there's a lot of un- unemployment in Nigeria, mm-hmm. specifically for youth. Mm-hmm. So these same youth that you don't want to commit crimes, you don't have anything for them to do. So it's like they're going to turn towards crimes more. And Like, right now, these people don't have any jobs to go to. Like, not to say that's why they're doing it, but to say, like, there is complete unrest and unhappiness beyond just, like you were saying, beyond just this one thing. It's a really large issue. And this is just, like, one thing that they're going with. But it's not going to stop here. Like, it's going to keep going, hopefully.
0: yeah. Habib, do you have any points you, want have to you dealt them? with
1: police? Have you had any encounters with police in Nigeria? I'm Question. sure they'll stop you. <laughs> <Have> you <been laughs> suited? I, Especially they, No, SARS
0: it's not. But
1: not you know, they say who, but it's like a normal thing. Like if you're a young guy in Nigeria, they're going <laughs> to stop you. Like yeah. it's normal. If they've not been stopped, it's because they haven't seen you.
3: <laughs> I think, like like she said, the the whole police problem is a lot of is a lot of issues mm-hmm. combined in one. Um, I what I told what I told the other day was I I, I believe the problem is the problem that Nigeria have is religion and respect. Hmm. We we put respect into every single thing. Hmm. So when the police pulls you over, even if the police is wrong, if you say, oh, you're not supposed to pull me over, you asked for my paper, and I gave you my paper, while hmm. you questioning that police alone increases anger. And why does it increase anger? It's like, oh, I'm older Moral than you. Who the heck are you yeah. telling me? Mm-hmm. Even if he's right, he's wrong, but hmm. because you're questioning him and by hate, it's just that respect thing. they like, "Oh no, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna shoot you down" or something like mm-hmm. that. That's a problem. And the final problem is another one is um job. Like um, what's it called? Payment. Mm-hmm. Their salary is terrible. If you have been paid a terrible salary, why don't people buy police over here? Why, why when police pull you over, you don't say, "Oh, take twenty dollars." Mm-hmm. Because you know they're well paid or they're satisfied with what they are what they're living at. Mm-hmm. Over there, they're not satisfied. So that's why when they pull you over, you expect them to ask you for something. Mm-hmm. Because what they are making from their job is not even enough. When they pull you over, they basically get that money they pull in, that that pull over. they're pulling over in Nigeria. The money they get in is is like basically a subsidy for them for themselves. It's like mm-hmm. tips
1: for waiters. It's still, it's
3: exactly. Yeah. When you view it that way, you understand why they do what they do, because it's basically a tips, it's yeah. like tips for a waiter.
1: Yeah. And on that point, too, I saw a video recently, too, like amongst all the videos that people have been, you know, sharing where a police officer in Nigeria pulled someone over um, Mm -hmm. and he was like, you know, of course, they check the phone. That's always the first thing. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, you have this kind of phone. I've been working for 20 years. I can't afford this kind of phone. And it's like (laughs) it's that level of hate Mm -hmm. that leads them to. But it's like they don't hate the person. They hate their circumstances. So a lot of it is figuring out how to help them (laughs) being more. Livable circumstances.
2: No, but uh, oh, no, I, was, I was just thinking, like, but in order for people to pay police officers more, somebody has to admit the fact that, like, breakdown where's your money going? And I don't know if the Nigerian government is ready to actually have that oh, conversation see what of like, like mm-hmm. where's your money actually because there that's is money
1: that should be
3: going to, to these them, people but that's somehow not
2: making it to them. Like you have that,
3: a budget. W- What's I, I remember when I went to Nigeria, not to even hold this topic that long. I remember when I went to Nigeria, I think it was Dolapa's dad was like, Oh, they should have a database. But you can't have a database because when you have a database, you can check every yeah. single yeah. where the and money's going. No mm-hmm. one won't have a database. You can check, you can oh, exa- exa- You can mind find mind. out how much you're spending when you have a no, database. Too true, too so you can't. People Nigeria are making money been. off not off people not having database in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so yes. you can't you can't. That's the problem. until they are willing to, until as, like I said, onto Nigerians are willing to be selfish for themselves and let all, all of us say, you know what? I'm gonna give. The problem is we you see someone that live in America, go back to Nigeria, expecting him to do the same thing they do in America and make Nigeria a better place. It's going to change, take that Nigerian mentality and turn to someone totally different. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's even the government. I think it's the people themselves. We follow laws in America. But as soon as you get to Nigeria airport, that laws is thrown away. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> why
0: no i don't i don't hate that point it.
3: <laughs> why no,
0: i was gonna say nigeria has an accountability problem <laughs> on every level honestly on a governmental level mm-hmm. and then also an individual level and that's something that definitely needs to change and some of those points the already read out even spoke to that like you need to hold people accountable for their actions yes. and then be able to track them on it yes. and make sure that those changes that are supposed to be taking place to fix some of these issues actually do take place so this is definitely a topic that will most likely get revisited um, it's not ending anytime soon, as no. far as we can tell. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted. But what's our next quick kit? Um, so
1: I mean, the next thing is kind of similar in a way, but coming to this side of the the you know the ocean. Um, <laughs> our boy Ice Cube. People online are trying to attack uh, him. They're trying to cancel the man because the man wants to make it. a difference. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a lot been going on with him. For people that are unaware, like me, I was unaware until like earlier today. But basically, Ice Cube has a Plan or program looking out for, you know, young black Americans. Yeah. Let's, let's call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Contract with Black America is what he's termed his plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just like a bunch of different initiatives that he would like seen, um, like undertaken. And he's tried to work with both sides of our government or, you know, the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. Um, and basically, he's been catching a lot of flack for working with Trump, basically, for yeah. being associated with anything Republican. Trump, he's getting a lot of flack for it. And to Ice Cube's point is, I'm just trying to do something for young Black Americans. Mm-hmm. I am not Republican, like I'm not supporting the party. I'm just working with who has the power mm-hmm. and who's willing to work with me. So I open it up for Faye because Faye, I know Faye has a. No, I opinion. was just
0: honestly just gonna add on to what you have just said in the sense that he's independent by nature he says he has no leanings towards one party over the other he's just going to talk to whoever is in power in order to make sure his black people prosper Mm -hmm. and from his point of view both sides approached him he didn't go looking for trump's um support he was approached by both sides one side being the democratic side said you know what let's let the election settle and then after that we'll reconvene and then trump's side the republican side was like oh no let's do this now let's talk about it now let's work on it now and to him that was enough for him to you know kind of make that connection and from a lot of people's point of views it's like but you know who this man is though like you know who Trump is you know what his administration has done or said or not done or not said and you're still aligning yourself with him so that's where the flack is coming from and i don't like that ice cube is feigning ignorance as to why people are upset like I understand that you think that you're making an independent stance, but anything you do in in, in life is about perspective. It's about who you're aligning yourself with and what that looks like. And unfortunately, the person you're aligning yourself with has shown himself to be a racist. So... I don't know. I don't know that you can completely <laughs> alleviate yourself from any yeah, issues. Yeah, you're about to
1: fight. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I I already knew the upper and I would disagree. Oh, on you this have topic. to
1: know because yeah. I'm always the same way. But Habib, what do you think? Because Habib is another, you
3: know. Oh yeah, I like, you
1: know your opinions are strong
3: on this. <laughs> yeah, very very strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the deal. If it's some, if it's just a regular Republican Party that did that, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, same. I wouldn't oppose that. That's good. Mm-hmm. But we know what Trump is doing. Trump has been in the White House for how many years? Four years. Uh-huh. Why didn't he do anything with Black people? Those four years. Why is he now, during the election, he decides to want to have a conversation with Ice Cube? He's just trying to down, downplay the, the Black vote. Every single thing Trump... Trump doesn't care about the Black vote. What he's trying to do is reduce the number of Black people that vote for him. If he can get those um, Black people that vote for um, Joe Biden turned uh-huh. down... He's going to win the election, so he, so every single thing he does is to turn down the vote for black people. So when black people see him and say, "Oh, he's not that bad after all," he's at least he's trying to get your vote. Uh, at least he's trying to Ryan, do, at least do something he's that. he's
0: not going to Biden. Like he wants exactly. the, he loves the people that's that say aim. I'm not going to vote. He so loves those people.
3: Ice Cube shouldn't It's like Ti setting a plan and Ti working with Trump people. Like that, those are the people you don't ex- you don't expect. Trump is using them for. For votes, it's just trying to just mm-hmm. down, downplay the black vote towards the Democratic Party. That's why I'm like, nah, I can't support that. I skip, with like uh, someone that sang the end. What is that song again? Come on now. Yeah, it's like, it's like hey wait like, Someone that said just Bush is just the, get it, black it, people, yeah. all of a sudden, he's supporting Trump. It's just like, nah, that's why. Go ahead,
1: Siri.
2: So, I would, the only thing I would clarify about that is that he's not saying, a big thing that should be clear is that he's not formally endorsing Trump. True. Yeah. yeah. But something that was said was like, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Hmm. You can't sort of say, I'm get, working with whoever's in power and then expect your hands not to feel a little bit dirty yeah. because, bruh, is really using you as a puppet. Thank and, um, you. Like,
3: That's the word. Yeah,
2: Um. It's hard because, like, we have this whole cancel culture of, like, oh, we have to cancel. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, you don't cancel. But you guys have to be, like, clear with the idea that, okay, yes, you think you're doing something that's right, that's great, but you also have to know, like, you know, if you... What is that? Is it, like, if you lay in a bed of snakes, don't expect not to get
3: bitten. Or something about fleas
0: lay down with dogs, don't expect...
2: Let's run this out. Trump held a whole summit kind of situation, went with the plan, whatever. Mm -hmm. If Trump loses the election... Is he still going to try to help you? That's the question you need That's to the ask. Question. Is he going to try to help you even if he loses? And the answer is probably going to be no. Because man really doesn't care. What he cares is about the publicity of it. Like, yes. oh, black people support Ice Cube. Yes. Because of like his background. And there's no reason you shouldn't. Ice Cube's been pretty like straightforward when it came with the Black Lives Matter movement. Like with everything coming up. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's not doing it from a perspective of, oh, I'm trying to give power to black people. I'm trying to give money to black people. Yes. It's more so like, if I can get their vote because this person in their community that they look up to has now come to come me. Come to me. And I've like, provided like, it's greasing elbows. Yeah. I grease your elbow, you unint- like, I might not intentionally, he might not have thought that part through like, yes. oh, Trump is helping us out right now, but in the end, like, Look at him, like long term, pretty much. I've greased his elbows without really knowing that I greased his elbows because he could show up to any rally that has black people and be like, Oh, yeah, by the way, I scooped Blah 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 blah, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. And he will throw your he has no problem throwing names out there.
1: So, can I kind of ask a question because you kind of you kind of brought up a point that I think is how I see it, right? It's like you know, greasing elbows, it's like I do a little for you, you do a little for me. Now, to kind of defend ice Cube a little bit, I don't think that he's doing it thinking that like. Hey, now you get to use my name. Of course, like you said, it's inherent. But it's not like a, I'm doing this and, yes, you can use my name and do this. I I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's just do for the purpose of this conversation, right? Let's say Ice Cube just has a plan. He just wants to help black people. And the person that has some power that's willing to help him right now, not in four months, mm-hmm. is this person. And it's not even... To Trump, like what I keep saying, I didn't want to talk to Trump directly, Like you know what I mean? Like it's obviously like it's not like he's having a conversation with Trump. It's with people that you know his campaign associated is him with him. associated. There you go. So do you think that there is a point, is there a line where it's okay for him to work with him? Or is it just you can never work with him ever because of who he is? Or is it like, hey, like if he's actually gonna help you do what you're trying to do and let you do it the way you want, like why not? Can I say something real quick for yeah. you? Sorry. Sure. Go ahead, Debbie.
3: I think what happened with this situation, this scenario was it's supposed to be vice versa. I think the Democratic Party was supposed, actually supposed to work with Ice Cube, while Ice Cube is supposed to wait for Trump to either when he wins the election to work with Ice Cube after he wins the election. I guarantee you, Trump is not going to work with Ice Cube even if he wins the election.
0: So you don't believe? I don't that. believe he has he's going a to do anything. He, 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 yes, here. like it's just he, a, for this, just time, for this time. Which that's a speculation. So. I'm I'm gonna allow the lapo. I, I agree. Like I'm understanding where you're coming from. Like, especially when we're talking about greasy and elbows, I'm trying to work on an agenda that helps my people. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna do what I need to do to get it done now. The problem is for Trump, a lot of things are all about the optics and what things look like and not so much about follow-through and action. Actually. And he's proven that to be the case time and time and time and time again. So for me, it's like it would be one thing if dude was already in power and was going to take action now or within the next few years, and you know that he's the person in power, so mm-hmm. I have no other option. Versus there's, you know, at this point, a month until an election, and you don't know that he's actually going to win, so you're just putting your eggs in a basket that might not even be fruitful for you. So, like, why even play that role play around with somebody who you know you might not have a lasting chance with. Why not at least take a step back? Realize the optics. And even if you're like, I've looked at everything and I still want to do it, don't now act like... I don't understand why people are upset. At least recognize, like, where this is coming from. Like, I'm not saying people should cancel you, but you could acknowledge that, okay, I get it. I know where you guys are coming from, blah, blah, blah. But to me, from when I've seen him respond to this, like I've seen it on TV, mm-hmm. trying to respond, he seems just offensive and as though this is not even warranted. Questioning him on these actions aren't even warranted, and that's what I can't get down with. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think to, to that point, I haven't actually seen him. I've read some of the stuff he said. He's not saying anything crazy. I think it's just a matter of, sometimes when you do something like you said you have to recognize what it might look like Mm -hmm. and you have to be able to like speak to other people's perspective like Mm -hmm. address what people are talking about um i think sometimes we all do it as people where it's like oh like but i would never do it for that reason like Mm -hmm. i don't have to explain it but it's like you still have to say it because people don't people don't know you like that Mm -hmm. they don't know you personally Mm -hmm. and people are going to assume the worst in some situations but Back to your point about when when he should work with him. Like, I'm just thinking about Kim Kardashian and how they work and they and that's people. That's what I'm saying. But like, I actually was, the-
0: when you were talking, I was thinking of Kim mm-hmm. too. But the difference is Kim knew this person was in power for four years. I mm-hmm. have no other option, no other way to look. So let me just work with him and get what I need. Whereas to um, Habib and um, Simi's point or Marion's point, to a large extent, there were instances where it was clear that this is all about the optics, in Mm. my opinion. Like, he's not going to act on it now, even Mm -hmm. though you're talking about it now. He can't. He's too busy trying to win an election to work on it now. So what is it? Like, having a platinum plan out there, it's as good as all the other plans he has I, and all the other plans Biden has and any other presidential candidate.
3: I, I think the reason the plan why... it's is a plan, not the, an action. Also, the reason why I Cube kind of sound defensive is because he has that I pay my due mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, I've paid my dues. Mm-hmm. I can walk wherever I want to walk mm-hmm. with now. Like, you know, yeah. you know me. You know me. That's why. But people are kind of like... People you, change. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: We can't, like, just because we knew you before <laughs> it doesn't
3: mean we know you now. Exactly. exactly, exactly. I mean,
2: to go back to... I think there, there's some action that has been taken. It's just not necessarily the like i can't remember the article if i find it i mm-hmm. let not you know but i think trump has taken an action like some kind of summit that he's like planned or put together mm-hmm. so he's done something but that's like um it's really like a drop of water in what's being asked of mm-hmm. yeah. And so like if we're thinking realistically are you going to get it done in time now again going back to we shouldn't i'm cancel culture is frustrating to be mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. um but we shouldn't go around canceling ice cube because of mm-hmm. what he's done but i do think that um having like someone having a genuine genuine conversation with him like instead of saying oh you're this you're a sellout you're blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. of course he's gonna come on tv and be defensive because he's like what you talking about mm-hmm. like you said i paid my dues i'm working for my people i'm trying to get my people what they want like Attacking the guy is not going to help fix the situation. Having a genuine conversation with him, being like, Yo, this is what it looks like because everyone's perception is their reality. Yeah, so if I perceive that you're working with my enemy, I write you off. Mm -hmm. But if you have a but if we decide and be like adults and have an adult conversation Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, so tell me what you were thinking when you went about doing it this way, Mm -hmm. that's a more fruitful conversation. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, all this cancel culture, this cancel him, cancel that, like it's all a way. It's wasting time.
0: Like, who's it, I, it wasn't I, helping? <laughs> I no. I think Sami is making very fair, valid points, and I, I think we can really honestly wrap up the conversation mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. in the sense that we all agree that Ice Cube doesn't need to be canceled. No. His, oh. um, his actions could be scrutinized but from a like objective point of view and fine if you have you know your feelings on it cool just don't cancel the dude over Mm -hmm. it it's not necessary and we'll see what happens and and we can move on from there right yeah (laughs) i mean
1: and yeah my last point is to me like his biggest flaw in this whole thing that I can't really defend is really just the timing, right? Like you yeah. guys are saying. Exactly. It's just the timing. Like, in. if it was a year from now, if Trump re- won the election, like, I would have no problem with him. Yes. Legitimately yeah. working with him Same. to do something. Yes. So yeah. I agree that the timing is not good. You know that it's more
3: for optics than anything else. Yes. Like, Trying to get her money. She um, 19. Quick, you know, moving like to Miami it was a life's
1: dream. It told her she could end up on a white screen.
3: She liked it. She thought
2: she liked
1: it.
3: Stacey got the bribe and the brand new bike going up good, so she can't look um, back. Okay, going up fast, so she can't look back. Why are you holding on if you can't go back? Stacy got the heels and the brand new tag. Sticks in the new, she now can't move back. Stacy going wild, it can't go back. You can't go back. You can't go Yeah, go ahead. Oh man, the Don't first the song that I'm listening to now
2: is not on anybody's playlist because okay. the dude's like in. Um, Denmark. Oh, his God. name is. is- <laughs> Why are you rolling your eyes? <laughs>
1: like some dude I in Denmark. Sorry, sorry.
2: <laughs> he used to be like one of my favorite bands we'll called Alandish. His um, okay,
1: I know like, Outlandish. See? Come on, Alandish okay, so- I sang Ayesha right? Uh-huh. Ayesha. Oh, so that's my song. Um, <laughs> their main singer S M B like went on their own. All-
2: went in his own like um. Uh, what is it? Like we go a go single. Little-
1: mm-hmm. right? He went solo.
2: He went solo. There you go. <laughs> and so one of his songs is "Man with a Plan." Like that thing is just been with been a plan on rotate in my head, and the vi- the visual for the video is just amazing.
1: I will soak it in all that I'm learning. I will open my doors to all I'm supposed to. I've
0: done my time
3: being be an institution. What's his name? It's
2: a B. I S A M B. Uh, I S A M B.
3: No, Going I-S-A-M-B. international.
1: I know, right? All the way. <laughs> in ta- so they're to, they're from Denmark. Yeah, they're from Denmark, but
2: like their I ethnic backgrounds not are that. very different. Like right. when they were a group, he's Moroccan. Um Lenny's Honduran and Waqas is Pakistani and so wow yeah, wow it's like
1: a real international diverse yeah. yeah. really okay okay Habib you have a song for us Just one guy Oxlade
3: <laughs> hold on That's my guy man I got it Oxlade hold get. on That yeah you got to listen to that joint okay.
1: Song, you know, last week we talked about Lamaday had album. I didn't even know.
3: Oh, did? I was ashamed of yeah. myself. So I went I to go listen
1: to him. My favorite song on there at the moment might change. Uh-huh. But like no, 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 song I like the song Loden featuring Bad Boy Tims.
3: I shock you all back on Bad boy Tim's in the building. Spiritual ginger! Lo-din, 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 lo-din. Lurking, 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 oh lurking, din Oh lurking, lurking, din din lurking, din lurking, 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 din din lurking, lurking, lurking,
1: You always start. What do you mean? You always start. So, so, okay. (laughs) Our main topic for the day. No, no. Yeah. So our main topic for today is really just um, the intersection between religion and modern society, really. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just made it up on the fly, guys. See, that's why I let you take it. Because I was like,
0: how do I even lead us into
1: this? (laughs) No, but I think it's something that, you know, we literally, you guys don't really know this, but we've been talking for like 30 minutes off camera, off mic about different things that probably would fit into this conversation honestly but it's just really about how religion plays into society today right i feel like there's a like there's a tension if you Mm -hmm. will between religion and a lot of the ideals Mm -hmm. of modern society Mm -hmm. i don't know if it should be a tension but i feel like people definitely perceive that there's a tension right there's like i'm in multiple chats where we have the religious people and the non-religious people and the non-religious people are like the more scientific modern society and it's like always this like you know back and forth and It's just an interesting question and dynamic because I think it's only going to get, I don't say worse, but I feel like it's only going to get worse as we move along because we're moving more towards our ideals of what a modern society should be, which sometimes is further away from what religion says.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a very good lead in because honestly, I I think the question to begin this whole topic is like what role religion plays in society nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I think that pretty much gets us to the point where we realize religion has become Less and less of a staple in people's day to day life, which means as a whole society is not like Im- influenced by religious doctrine as much as it once was. Mm-hmm. Like. So, with that said, though, I think that's very specific to one religion that has been the predominant one for centuries and eons and eons and eons, and that is obviously Christianity. So, I feel like as Christianity has become a little bit more secular, and you know, society has also followed suit with that. Obviously, as a whole, people just, you know, make daily decisions that aren't always in tandem with what they might have been taught as kids. And then other religions, though, I think are much slower to adopting such secular ideals. Mm -hmm. And those religions, I would say maybe it's because they have much more specific rigid guidelines as to how you operate on a day-to-day basis. So with that in mind, I feel like in certain societies around the world that don't follow Christianity... I think religion definitely does still play way more of a role in society than maybe in the States and where we are here. Um, how about anybody else join in? Uh,
3: okay. I can, I can, I can say <laughs> something that. Okay, okay. What you were saying was, uh, can you repeat what you just said about Christianity towards others, um, religion, other religions? Versus other religions? I
0: think at least from my perspective so for anybody who's listening that doesn't know I'm, I'm a muslim i've been raised as a muslim so that's the perspective i'm coming from and with that i feel like there's certain things that we're expected to do every single day of our lives there's certain ways we're expected to dress certain things we're not to eat or to eat there's just different things and that goes i feel a lot with the Judah um jewish community as well they have very specific day-to-day practices that they you know, adopt into their lives. Whereas Christianity, I don't know that it's super rigid. I know that you guys go to church every single Sunday um, and stuff like that, but I wouldn't say that there's such specific day to day, like guidance you guys have. Do you know what I mean? I
3: understand. There's, um, the reason why I was, I I wanted you to repeat that question was Mm -hmm. what I noticed when I was in Nigeria back then was me coming from a Christian home, right? We used to go to church on Sundays I, 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 just, all of a sudden, I started noticing Muslim were doing Sundays now, going to <laughs> Nasfat. So I was like, wait. <laughs> I was like, wait, is, how, why are you Muslim wow. doing what Sundays? <laughs> okay, what we're, okay, so yes. it, it, it just looked like, it's just it, a perspective. It just looked, like, it, it just looked mm-hmm. like Muslims were trying to be like what Christians are doing. Mm-hmm. So they had different branches of Nasfat. There was Nasfat. There was ASSAD. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, now it's like, like we, have, we have redeem yeah, and you have. Yeah. So it looked like, so you might not see, it, I think, the, the the Muslims are kind of taking from what Christianity is Ooh. doing to expand their own base as okay, well okay
0: I love that you said that just now and not to like pretty much monopolize this conversation but what you just said gives me this idea that what I was saying originally is that western society has pretty much adopted a more secular way of life because christianity has adopted a more secular way of life and it's become more and more secular as time has gone by. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Muslims might especially in Nigeria which is a very blended country when it comes to religion mm-hmm. they're adopting some of those christian ideals because again christian christianity is like the predominant religion in most societies. Like if there's both christians typically just you know take the the forefront so with that said maybe muslims in nigeria where it is so blended have taken on some of those christian ideals because christianity is the dominant way of life and then christianity has adopted a more western way of living because again Western. Living is a more predominant way of life. Does that make sense? It's like it a does. ladder. It a does. Ladder. Everybody it Everybody's moving. It's a moving
1: towards way. the Western way of life. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so does. the one thing I would I would chime in is one Nigeria is like a super complicated place, especially when it comes to <laughs> religion. True. Yeah. Because there's religion, there's culture. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this thing on Netflix about Nigeria. Have you guys seen it the documentary? I don't. Uh, know. Uh, what, like, uh, what are you talking uh, about? True of Nigeria? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You should definitely watch yeah, it. It's yeah, really whoa! Interesting. Why don't I know about this? It just what? I want to say it just came. It just came out like It's basically about how nigeria was so down for that that's just watching parts of that i'm okay like yeah we can't use nigeria because nigeria is just different like religious cultures um the other thing i was going to say is i feel like i agree that we are in the west moving to a more like secular way of living and blah 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 but i feel like it's not so much that the religion is the reason why i Mm -hmm. think the christianity or religion in general is adjusting to how people are acting right like i think that there's some things or certain things that people are just like we are going to do this. This is how we feel now. And religion is adjusting to it. That's
0: what I was saying. Okay, sorry. It sounded like the
1: other way around, but yeah. No, I was
0: saying like Western culture is like the predominant way of life. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. that's what everybody's emulating for a lot of obvious reasons. Yeah. And then with that said, religion tries to now fit into that mold. And then the reason I went into like Nigeria and um, Mm Maviv using that example with like us now using Sunday as our day, um, Mm -hmm. just as much as, you know, Christians in certain fashions, then with that, um certain islamic sects are now following the christian ideals because you know that's just the predominant any predominant way of so, life tends to dictate how people so now operate so like, well, what
3: is it about religion that you're actually talking about because um I'm, i want to get the real yeah no argument. no so
1: definitely the, so there's like two different ways i want to think about it right oh. one is like the societal way which i think is kind of what we're on in a way it's just how much religion plays into society mm-hmm. um I'll bring up an example of something I always thought about. Like, in the U.S. here, we always talk about, like, you know, separation of state and church. Yes. Right? But to me, it's like a farce. It's like, it the country was built mm-hmm. on religion. Mm-hmm. It was built on, like, the religious values. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you go to, like, Supreme Court, now, a big issue in the world, you guys know, abortion rights. Mm-hmm. Like, it becomes a religious thing. Maybe it's not a religious thing it what, but,
3: I'm sorry, but the country actually built on religion or was it, it was the right wing that made it look like it was built on religion? So think back to the founding
2: fathers, like when you think about the different reasons why each colony became, like if you're in New England, a lot of people from New England, like the Puritans, things like that, that was very religious based. But you go to the middle and southern colonies, that was very money based, right? But when you think about the predominant religion at the time was Christianity. So when you true. think about like how they refer to, like even though they have like separation of church and state, their values are still very one in the same. Uh, Christian. Yeah. So like you can establish a very, like you can say you're establishing a your government that's very focused on um, separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. But you as a human being, how can you separate yourself from your values mm-hmm. when you're making your decisions?
1: And even if you go mm-hmm. to something like the the anthem or the pledge, that's right? True. Like you have people say like, in, in God we trust, like it's on our money yes. and things like that. It's like, of course we understand it because we're all like somewhat religious right Mm -hmm. so we're like it's not like something that bothers us Mm -hmm. but if you think of someone that like is completely doesn't believe in any kind of religion doesn't believe in god there's no part of like to them it's like why are we saying in god we trust Trust, in our money what does god have to do with our (laughs) money it's like nah. like it has it definitely plays a role that's true so yeah the
0: gap has become wider and wider though i think in terms of separation of church and state i don't think it's as commingled as it once was Mm -hmm. um which again brings up the question, like, what role does it now play? I feel like the role it plays now is more of a formality. It's more mm. institutional because, like, I mean, within uh, that, pro-
3: Is it, is it a more like a divisive role to me?
0: I I, I kind of see what you're saying because you were in, touching on the right wing and the reason the right wing is called the conservative party is because that they have conservative ideals that are tied back to like a lineage of just following certain like expectations based on the founding founders, like you said. So like you know the conservative party is considered to be the more religious, religious party, party because they're following doctrines and the Bible. text that was established eons ago, and those were a lot more religious than they are now.
1: Mary, you want to say something?
0: Yeah. Go oh on. no, I was. Wish-
2: you know, you know you don't you, oh you're watching oh, well, now. I'm good I'm good um, <laughs> I said the so, no, gap something is that I, something that just came up when we think about the role of religion in mm-hmm. society I think a lot of it is knowing the role you have to make the distinction between religious institutions and religion mm. because that's a <laughs> that's big distinction point. because that's if, point. if you say the church or the mosque or the synagogue it's yes. an institution but mm-hmm. religion itself what role it's, is concept, it's multiple things it's right. said, like within okay. Christianity within Islam like you have people who like when we think religion a lot of people just think doctrine in terms of this is what i eat this is what i wear Mm -hmm. this is how um this is what i drink this is what i don't drink right Mm -hmm. but it dictates your values like what Mm -hmm. you um value how do you treat other people like i think that is the role of religion in society if you're not especially people who are very much like oh i'm not going to go to church or i'm not going to go to mosque but i am muslim or i am christian like they hold Mm -hmm. very strong muslim values of how they Mm -hmm. treat people Mm -hmm. like at the core of their religions, they're told to be good to their neighbors, the mm-hmm. to be good to there, mm-hmm. though. So I think like that's the role of religion in society, mm-hmm. is how you dictate your interactions with other people. But religious institutions, now that's a different conversation of like what roles do they play, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can look very different. Like you have a um this phenomenon of like, youth who are running away from the mosque because they don't feel as if that institution really understands represents, it, them. Re- represents or understands what yeah. they are going through as a yes. youth in america yeah. who's yeah. also muslim yes and then you also have to um, i'm sure the same thing with the church like young um, people running away from the church because you're just like does the church represent who i am yes yeah. i have this value yes i identify yeah. as this religion but like does it really represent what i stand for yes. does it value my life like am i important to them um are my struggles important to them right mm. so I think it's uh, it's important to make that distinction between religious institutions impact on society mm-hmm. versus religion. religion
0: itself impact on society um, they got two different.
1: Oh definitely.
0: Oh, so I think you also like were' trailing off of something I said, so I want you to speak more to onto this. Um, I had mentioned that I think the gap between church and state has become wider and wider. So in terms of government, which is a part of the society, I think religion has played less and less of a role to the point where it's a little bit, like I was saying, more of a formality, if you will, like in terms of having it on our currency or maybe certain things that are said uh, in a court setting or whatever the case might be. Do you think that's the case or no, not necessarily? I think. It
2: just it's just not as obvious anymore. Hmm. It's but it's you still know, like it's 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 still there, it's there, but it's not I wouldn't say the gap is getting wider. It's mm-hmm. just becoming less visible mm. you get like you can still have can very strong values and those values dictate why you make the decisions why okay. so many people so make fair. like, so who, fair. like so when fair. people make those arguments about oh i'm pro this i'm like it's really funny how you can meet christians that are both like i can meet a christian so that's fair. pro-life and i can meet a um, christian that's um pro choice yeah mm-hmm. you're and so right. and vice versa and you're just like whoa well i thought this is a like based on christian and they'll mm-hmm. both bring out the bible and be like Here's in the Bible where mm-hmm. it says this. Here, and they can have that argument, right? Yeah. So it's not so much that the gap is sort of um widened, it's more, widened. Like, it's, more than, like, it's more <laughs> yeah. it's more camouflage, it's more nuanced, that's yeah. what it is. It's not as yeah, right like mm-hmm. hard lines are drawn. It's very nuanced now.
1: And I definitely agree with that because I think yeah. going back to what you said. Um, religion is more so sort of values, and I don't think that we've lost a lot of those values. Mm-hmm. I think they're still there. Mm-hmm. So I think that we still have the values. We just now don't necessarily label it with religion, mm-hmm. right? Like even during the debate, the presidential debate, like they're not as like yes, they'll mention their religion and stuff like that. But that's not like generally speaking, that's not what you're touting. That's not like hey, I made this, I made this, I made this. Like, but, it but comes also have up, to look but... back at it,
2: like they don't really have to. Like but, oh, Obama yeah. had to because they always accused. him. Oh, no, no, but that's, that's my that's
1: my point. Say. My point is like. It's like, uh, like when Trump says something about Biden's religion, like it's because religion still matters. If it didn't matter, there's no reason it would ever come up. Yeah,
0: even with the hearings with Amy Coney Barrett, it. it comes off <laughs> yeah, all the I, time within the. Yeah, several I think
3: I think religious course. values is in the eye of the beholder, though. Like, of course. So, what are religious values to you is different from what is religious values to me. Mm-hmm. So, you, you like you said, you said we have the values, but we just don't do like do the we religion. don't label it. Liberal, so, yeah. But. I, but it's in the eye of the other. You can say you have the values of being religious, but I can mm-hmm. say that's not my value.
1: Of course, so well, it's I kind think, of like complicated I think when it's, you say oh, well, it that. Of course, way. it's super complicated. But I think it also comes down to where you get those values from, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of us feel like we get our values from our parents. If your parents are religious, you're really getting like a lot of those values True. from like the religion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. So it's like we might not call it that, but that's where it's coming from. True. Like, there's so many. A lot of the things that we say are like ethical dilemmas in the True. world. Like. Yes, there's an ethical dilemma, but it's like there's just a religious aspect to it. Like let's say cloning, like cloning is this ethical thing. Why is it ethical? Oh, because we can't create. Exactly, it's like <laughs> it's a religious argument It yeah, 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 yeah. goes back to yeah, like, our to religious values of like, oh, what do we think our roles are based mm. on our beliefs, based on our religion, blah 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 blah. So I think it oh, all, it's just oh, all then. I like the way you said it. Like it's still there. Mm. It's just not as obvious, but it's definitely still there.
3: Yeah. That's where it comes. To, that's where the conflict comes in religion and science. Because when yeah, and that's the funny that's thing is a bad, like people no. always want
2: to make a line between the two. Yeah, it's yeah like, so like, hilarious. Because like, um, for example, <laughs> there's like so many verses in the Quran that people will be like, "Oh, well, Islam is this and that." But then, like, several years later, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, there's a cure in honey. Like, honey is very um beneficial for your it's health." Scientific. And we're like, "Yo, who's <laughs> when I had that right <laughs> there? Like, what you talking about? Or when you talk about the like." Uh, there's like a very vivid description of the formation of a child in the Quran mm-hmm. and so it's like we want for some reason I don't know why we always want to draw this clear line between science and no because and because
3: I, I can say why because science doesn't believe in religion science believes that the world just happened no one no one man came to make the world the way it is it's not God there's no gods you, it was Big bang that just happened and we just formed I something. I think that makes
1: sense. That's why. That's why there's always to me, like the be a conflict. I always look at it as <laughs> religion is religion. Science is it's here right. to discover whatever is already like created. There's exactly. like, like things that you can find. There's clues and we're supposed to go find mm-hmm. it. But I do think that your point is a good point of people see science as not believing in religion. Be religion. So then you become defensive of like, <laughs> oh, like if you don't believe in us, we don't want to believe in you yeah. either. And it's like, well, we're actually not yeah, opposites okay. to your point. Like we're so not. I think at all.
0: for you know for the past few minutes now we've basically been taking like a macro look at this and um I definitely agree with you guys. I've come to agree with you guys in the sense that you know religion definitely plays a role in society. Now what that role is has like changed and presented itself in different ways over time, but it's still there. It's mm-hmm. still like very much guides a lot of the decisions that are made on a day to day. Now let's go on a micro level. Like for anybody um that is a practicing religious person right now. How has that manifested in your day to day life?
2: So I like to avoid practicing religious person because it has a certain stigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it has it's a, like, which is unfair. It has I such think. a huge stigma to it. Like, oh, a lot of people like will see you and be like, oh, you're religious. And I'm just like, you don't know my internal struggles. Mm-hmm. You don't know mm-hmm. what conversations I have with God on the mm-hmm. daily. Like, excuse you, right? Mm-hmm. But it's I, so I, I try to stay away from that. But on like a personal level, it it looks different for everybody. Like mm-hmm. for me. Um, I started like both my parents are Muslim, Mm -hmm. we're all practicing Muslim, but I didn't like become serious about practicing until Mm -hmm. like eighth grade, Mm -hmm. right? And I had friends who were already like covered, like Mm -hmm. I'm looking at them like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) Like that's just not me, right? right? And so a lot of it becomes like how people. Perceive you because of that stigma. Like mm. when they see that you cover, they assume like you're just like you're this boring person or you're up, right? the, mm. fear or the Fear, of, this, the fear of the unknown. They don't know what. Or they assume that like even within your own community, where you have like because like. Both doing, um, Faye and I are Muslim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we look very, very different. Yes, you're right? watching YouTube yes. right now, you see. We, yes. We look mm-hmm. so different, but some people will take that as, oh, this religious person looks this way. And so, I mean, I'm not going to say that there aren't religious people out there that like go around judging mm-hmm. people like, you're of like, course. the word is haram for like Muslims, like, you're haram, yeah. you're forbidden, you're yeah. forbidden. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. Bad person, right? But don't use those small group of people to now label a whole group, a whole spectrum of people who mm-hmm. are just trying to really find their place in a world without losing what like losing their values Mm -hmm. and so like i guess a good example would be like at a workplace it's really funny how like i'm i'm in my late 20s and a lot of people like you don't drink come on you serious Mm -hmm. you don't drink like i know other muslims who do like you -hmm. should go ahead and do it and when you hold the line it's like oh like oh you must really think we're bad people i'm like what well, you do is none of my business mm-hmm. like none of this is any of my business i make a choice not to drink i make a choice to cover like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be um that shouldn't be a barrier for you to now have like a normal conversation you just have that
3: mentality bad. of um you think you're better than us exactly that's the well, that you <laughs> being
2: is that people just like oh you think you're better than us i'm just like
1: no i don't and i think it comes down to education right it comes down to what you yes. said fear of the unknown you don't know about mm. the religion you don't know the person yes so you just connect those that are not there and also comes back to how you view yourself like you said mm-hmm. because if i see someone that's su- like you look like you're super religious now it's not that i think you're super religious is that it's making me realize how non-super religious what i what am so then now i'm like i don't know if i want to talk to you too much because I'm going to feel bad. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. So it's like almost because people are not content in their own selves that they pass that judgment. They Even though it's un- exactly it's yeah. unfair to Projection. both parties, but it's like because you're not okay with yourself, you like can't be okay with someone else. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense.
2: I mean, a perfect example, I mean, I don't cover like that, but like I have to pe- I know people who cover like fully like they just mm-hmm. show their eyes, right? And they're the most like chill people in the world, but you would never know because mm-hmm. you're so Afraid of the unknown, you're just like, oh, you chose to cover like this. You must be strictly religious, da 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 And you're like, you can't say hi to them. They don't bite. You can, like you can ask them a question they it's better to ask them than to sit there and just stare or just mm-hmm. assume about them and so
0: i i think something that you're really touching on here is that people don't realize how personal religious decisions are like mm-hmm. it's an individual decision that has nothing and has no bearing to do with you or anybody <laughs> else so rather than projecting what you think they're thinking about you just realize that the choices they're making are about them themselves and their choices have nothing to do with you so mm-hmm. you don't need to now be projecting based upon you know, what you're assuming is going on in their brain, their mental, just think about yourself for a minute, like, whenever you're making certain religious decisions, whether it's, like, I'm super into practicing my religion or not, you're not now thinking about, hey, I wonder how, you know, person B is thinking about my decisions mm-hmm. for myself. I mean, but sometimes, but that's where the crisis comes in. It's,
2: like, you end up do, like, you do end up, like, yes, you want to make that decision for yourself, but in the back of your brain, you're also thinking about, how are people now going to see me when I do this, right? Yeah, that's what yeah, I want I to ask you,
1: actually, is how, how is it being a Muslim, not just being a Muslim, right, but, like we said, practicing, or, like, uh visually, like, obviously a Muslim person, how do you think, like, you cope with that in the society that we live in, being that we definitely don't live in a Muslim society, mm-hmm. so it's not the easiest society to mm-hmm. do that?
2: I think a lot of it comes from, like, me just being my like trying my best to be like overly myself over mm-hmm. like a lot mm-hmm. so that you feel as if I'm approachable mm-hmm. because a lot of times like I mean I can be really really quiet believe it or not but um people are less likely to want to approach you or ask questions if you're if they like feel put off like oh mm-hmm. this person's quiet this is like this then so you almost
1: have to like fight you're, against this thing you compensate you overcompensate, it. overcompensate it.
2: for the fact mm-hmm. that people are um will feel some type of yeah. way or think some type of way I think. Honestly, just being um, being very clear uh, clear about like your boundaries, mm-hmm. and like I think I've had to do that at work. I mean, I work at a private um, Muslim school now, so it's a different um environment. Mm-hmm. But like for the past six and a half years, I've worked in a completely like secular environment mm-hmm. in terms of working in charter schools mm-hmm. and public schools, mm-hmm. and like explaining to even students because um when I taught in Tulsa, none of my students were Muslim. It was mm-hmm. when I came to DC that mm-hmm. I finally taught like my first two or three Muslim kids in the classroom, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh. Muslim. she looks like me like mm-hmm. there's representation right mm-hmm. but like having to explain your choices in a way where like this is just something that I believe right mm-hmm. and saying it not in a way to say that oh what you believe is wrong what this mm-hmm. is what I have chosen to practice. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I can't mm-hmm. see your mm-hmm. hair Miss o- mm-hmm. tanya that yeah because I choose like this is these are the people who can see my hair like mm-hmm. and having it's so much better to have that conversation and being open to that conversation and it makes it easier um even in workplaces like, I found people to be a little bit more accommodating. Like, mm-hmm. when we have, let's say, um, holiday parties and things like that. And, like, when drinking is evolve. Like, I myself try to avoid going to bars or things like that. And so, whenever there's happy hour, they're just like, oh, you know, she's not going to go. Mm-hmm. And then I had one co-worker just like, why don't we just pick a place that she can actually come with mm-hmm. us to? And I'm like, see... That is a... Like, I don't... I'm not the person that's going to initiate that yeah. because I'm just like, I'm the exception to this mm-hmm. rule. Like, you exactly. guys do what you want to do. But to have other people be like, oh, okay, like, I recognize and I respect mm-hmm. the choices that you have made. But you also have it, like... It's it's just... It's so different for each person. And mm-hmm. I think... And I think something that I brought up is that identity crisis of... Um, that a lot of... And I think any um, person who's raised in a religious household is facing with this duality mm-hmm. that they live in, right? Mm-hmm. Where... I know that this is my personality, but this is what society is like, and there's parts of my pers- personality that doesn't matter. Like, it's not cool to be yeah. like this, and that's what you see a lot of, like, youth going through. It's not cool to not go hang out with the club. Like, what are uh-huh. we doing if we're not in the club, right? Or it's not cool to, I don't know what they're doing now, but, like, there's a lot of different <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the youth out there Whatever doing. Whatever the youth out here is doing that. Like, it's such a big, like, I see that in kids who have transitioned from public school into private Muslim school, mm-hmm. where they're just like, I know what public school life is like. Like mm-hmm. it, it comes. It feels so like it combats with the values that I've established. Mm-hmm. And I feel as if like if you could speak more. Yeah, on that's what I was going to ask it, you. As, as, as,
1: as you know, as because we always we all have this perspective, especially because we're all here saying we're Muslims. We're Muslims, right? We always think, oh, our religion is so hard, and you know, we're in this country and this and that. But I feel like. It's not equal, but definitely the same factor plays into other religions, right? Being a Christian, like, you know, you go to church. First of all, many Christians don't go to church. So sometimes we go to church, they might even laugh at you you're gonna say, like, yeah, I go to church every Sunday, like what's good? So like how do you deal with that? Being someone that's like, You're Christian, but having to live in a society that like like we said earlier, basically like your values or some of the things you believe in are you have to like <laughs> fight for it almost. So people look at you funny for it sometimes. Mm-hmm.
3: I think I'm a, I'm an anomaly, basically. My mm-hmm. dad is a Muslim and mm-hmm. my mom, my, my mom is a Christian. Mm-hmm. So that alone is even way worse because I have to basically pick one side. Mm-hmm. My, I, when I live with my mom, I have to be Christian. When I live with my dad, I have to be Muslim. Mm-hmm. So when I'm right now, but I, I understand what Muslims are going through and I understand what Christians are going through. Mm-hmm. And, I know, and I know the division between both of them. But for my, let me use my mom as an example. She, when you talk, say something about Muslim, she sees it as demonic. Mm. So, if, so you look at that kind of thing you're dealing with. When you when you tell her that, oh, no, this this is how, this is not how the uh, Islam works. Actually, mm-hmm. she see, views it like. Mm. Nah nah. <laughs> like it's like it's like, of, like the
2: way it's Dude, been, presented.
3: It's been presented yeah. to her mm-hmm. So y- imagine a kid going up with that kind of a, a nice lady that sees that, that way. Me taking a side and saying even try to support Islam I say, Oh no, Islam is this way. She she was get mad thinking, Oh, you oh you want to be like your father now. <laughs> you want to be Muslim. So you're exactly so you can understand that my my own perspective of being mm-hmm. half half I used to say I'm half and half, I'm half Muslim <laughs> and half Christian. But Right now, me, I'm a Christian though, but what made me like kind of step away from Christianity a little bit was COVID. Like, I viewed the way the preachers preached about COVID. And I was like, at some point, you have to know science from miracle. Mm -hmm. To start basing COVID based on miracle. And when it affecting their bottom line, they started realizing that, okay, we have to create something that's going to keep making people come to church and avoid staying away from church. So they start saying, oh, um, it's the work of the devil to make people stay away from church. They were, oh, it's, um, it was 5G. It was They it start cre- creating conspiracies just to make people come to church. So they, at that point, they cared more about the profit they were making from mm-hmm. church than the people Actually, mm-hmm. coming from church, another thing that just made me really upset my church didn't do this. M- imagine when you pay offering every single time. Mm-hmm. When during COVID, people lost their job. Mm-hmm. As a church, church is supposed to be like a elf, elf. Yeah. Exactly. We welfare, like institution. exactly, welfare institution. So, when people lost their job, what should you do? I don't say give them $100,000, no. But provide something Help them for call. them. Help them say, oh, we see your pain, but we can give you $100. And just, yeah, this is how much offer you charge. We can we, give you, daily give you something. something. Try to act like you care. Not, you're not a taker. You are supposed to give. And that made me like, I was like, nah, no nah, nah. And finally, was how Saudi Arabia treated COVID. And this is a fanatic Muslim country. Yeah. They treated COVID better oh, than God. the way, God, God. Call them. they treated COVID better than the way, America that sold scientists and everything to their COVID. And this is Saudi Arabia. They basically cut down the amount of people that came for Hajj. Mm-hmm. They, they created space. Everyone had masks. You would think that the one that we even say, no, 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 no. Forget it. You know how Hajj is important? You have to do Hajj to people... go to to go, to go to, um, mm-hmm. the, um, visit. It's one of the five, five pillars. Five five uh, yeah. You have to do it. They literally curtail it to save people's life. If that says what am I have to, what do I have to say?
2: It's interesting that you bring that up because, like, that there was a whole debate about, like, oh, they're telling people not to come to Hajj. and I was just like, and so someone I was talking to was just like, oh, you know, it's like, why are people so sad? Like, it's a safety thing. And I was just like, it's that's the religious aspect of it. It's like they're sad; they understand why it's being done. Like the like, if you look at the pictures, you know what um, Hajj looks like. like if you have, yes. If you ever look it up, you're just it's like, crowded. It's, it's crowded. It looks like a little bit of ants just. Oh, and to Kaaba. the fact that you could see the floor mm-hmm. of where the Kaaba is because they cared about safety that much. Mm-hmm. But there's like, but then it also goes back to like, who's presenting your religion as what, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because like, there's a whole hadith. Like when COVID started, a lot of imams started like quoting the hadith of the prophet um, peace be upon him, which was like, if there is a plague, do not leave the town that you're in to go to another place with that plague. Mm-hmm. Sit. Where you are, Uh right? And a lot of people like quoting that for people who're just like, "Oh, we want to go to hair." Everyone Uh uh now sit in your house until that plague is Uh passed. Stay still. And so, like a lot, like that's where what you're talking about, like, okay, oh, what's being presented about Muslims, Uh right? And versus what Islam actually is. And there's so many, like. It's always the loudest person that gets the most yes. attention every time. And so you sit here like, oh, the news wants to post this, that, and the third. Muslims are bad. They believe this. They're backwards. They're X, Y, Z, Y, Y X, we've called everything under the sun. But they never take the time to actually like look into the different, um, what they have in place. For mm-hmm. And so that's why when we talk about like religious institutions or religion in general, it's like, um, I feel as if there's a dictation of how we live life that's that goes beyond just how we walk about our daily day, um, our day to day. But like, how do we care about our communities? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that churches don't do that because there are churches that oh, definitely yeah, yeah, came well, out. Oh yeah, and say, y'all did. stay home.
3: My church did. She my church, church is still doing it right now. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm
2: like, saying. I And a lot of um, um, I know a lot of churches got real hip and said yes, televised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Church my church, got church definitely Last did that. Live stream, televised. Mm-hmm. My church up out. Yeah, yeah. And like, give what you can, right? Yeah. But it's. Like it's I just-
1: think I think that it's a it's a good point, right? Like you bring up, you know, there's religion and there's institutions, mm. and like to abuse point, basically the institutions. Sometimes we don't always feel good about. Mm-hmm. And I actually want to ask because that's another huge thing that people that are not as religious in today's society always bring up the fact that they can't ever support all these institutions because of you know their money hungry ways and just like the people sometimes in those institutions are their people, so they're not perfect. Yeah. They have major flaws. Um, I don't know, Fay, I'm going to ask you because I haven't mm-hmm. talked in a while, but how do you think that that plays into your your life as, hey, like, okay, I'm a Muslim. I you believe what you believe, right? But then there's also the institution part of like so a lot of times you don't just practice by yourself. You go practice somewhere with people. Like how much does that affect your enthusiasm for practicing or for, you know, believing? Um,
0: I guess for me, the institution I think plays less of a role with mm. my sp- spirituality than my individual connection with god Mm -hmm. so like the institution and the camaraderie that comes with like a community i do love but to habib's point and to a large extent what you were saying there's a lot of flaws in the institutions because at the end of the day it's people that do lead them Mm -hmm. so i can't fully put all of my faith behind an institution because i know that there are going to be things that i like you know I'm not so enthused to support that <laughs> yeah. are going on within those institutions. Yeah. Now, my personal relationship, that's a whole other story. Uh-huh. And actually, that's a conversation I wanted to have with you in particular in the sense that, like, um, Simi alluded to the fact that we look very different. So I get the opportunity to pick and choose mm-hmm. how much I present. And especially when it comes to a religion that's the minority in this country, uh-huh. that is, that's like an... i guess it goes against my religious doctrine in the sense that it's a privilege that i'm taking and having that Mm -hmm. i might not deserve you know what i mean and with that said i don't have this metaphorical armor by covering myself so people do approach me i don't have Mm -hmm. to you know walk this line i get to tell people after they already know me that hey by the way i'm muslim or Mm -hmm. i don't eat pork because of this or that so i get this privilege that Some would say I don't even deserve. And how do Mm -hmm. you walk that line? How do you navigate Um, in this world?
1: I mean, I do the same thing, right? I pick and choose. I think that it is definitely a privilege to sometimes not have that be the first thing Mm -hmm. that someone knows about you um i definitely get the like oh you don't look like a muslim i was like what do muslim men look like, <laughs> like i don't even know what that is. i'm it. like i don't understand what you're saying you know all like oh i didn't know you don't act like a muslim like i don't know if that's an insult or that's praise like yeah. i don't know what you're trying to say yeah. um but no i definitely get that like people don't know what religion i am until i tell them most yeah. of the time um and like i said it's usually a good thing it's usually a privilege at least you get to know me and mm-hmm. when that comes up like it's a like a non-factor, non-issue. Exactly. Usually, at least the questions of like, oh, like how come you do this? How come mm-hmm. you don't do this? And it's like, oh well, oh I guess I have to explain. Like now I have to explain myself, not to defend it's- myself. Yeah. Versus like. You assuming that I do this or I don't do that. Now how do
0: you feel about who you pick and choose to tell? Like do you feel like you choose or do you so think I don't really, you just kind of say it? When I say it comes when it up? comes
1: up, right? Like on a personal level it's not a secret. Like I'm yeah. not hiding it. Mm-hmm. So if it comes up it comes up. Mm-hmm. I do know like it's something that I'm working on in myself of like practicing no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like basically like going back to what you're saying like mm-hmm. you're going to do what you have to do regardless of what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Like I say for example like praying as a muslim it's not like Praying as a Muslim is not something that is completely covert, right? So if you decide that you want to pray as a Muslim in the middle of the airport, like, your cover is blown, Mm -hmm. so to say. So it's like, I'm not at that level where I'm, like, just ready to pray whenever I'm ready to pray. Mm -hmm. Like, shut everything down. Like, I hope to get there one day, but Mm -hmm. I know that I'm definitely not there. Um, As far as, like, work, I tell you if you get close enough to me to know you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like my previous boss knew that i was muslim and it was good because he would like when it was time for ramadan he'd be like oh if you want to come to work late change your hours like it's fine i understand my current boss doesn't know but it's not because i'm hiding it from it's because we just don't know each other like Mm -hmm. that and Mm -hmm. like i have no reason to tell like it's not part of work basically like it's irrelevant to what we're doing when it comes up then i'll share it but it's not something that like oh yeah by the way we're getting to know each other let me just let you know i'm a muslim it's like oh like How's that going to affect the work that I'm doing? It's not.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I'm curious to know for everybody, like on maybe maybe the last um, on this topic, I want to know maybe what role religion plays in your day-to-day life.
3: I'm actually curious to know something about the difference to Faye. Actually, this question is for you.
0: Okay.
3: Like, she decides to like dress, yes. cover up mm-hmm. and everything. Do you feel like, are you, pre- do you feel like are you pressured to do it sometimes?
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so we're going to forget my question right now. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a problem. Uh, it's fine. So I don't feel a pressure, but that is because of the household and country I come from, Mm -hmm. we did speak to the fact that we're Nigerians. So the way Islam is there is much different than I'm sure if I was born in Pakistan or Saudi Arabia, like you mentioned. I would imagine. Um, Yeah, very different. And then within my household too, like, you know, the, the woman that I grew up following doesn't cover. Although I do have people in my family, like one of my closest aunts, for instance, that does. But again, I don't feel like pressure because... For instance, my mom doesn't, which is her sister, so she's not about to come to me expecting anything. And then they have, you know, the family is super blended, so nobody expects anything from anybody else. (laughs) The thing about covering, I think, within my household and then maybe Nigeria at at large is that it's not, I don't think, seen as super different than some of the other things that aren't necessarily followed. Like, if you go to a Nigerian wedding, mm, there's mm. probably going to be alcohol there, mm-hmm. right? Or, like, if you... Just if you just follow a Nigerian for a day, I'm sure you can pick out a few of the things they mm-hmm. do that aren't super... Ex- halal. halal. exactly. <laughs> so with that said, nobody's, at least within my family, holding, covering to a higher esteem than some of the other
3: things. The, the reason why I asked you that question... Decision. I'm sorry, I felt okay. like... Like, is it... I'm saying internal pressure. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah. The reason why I said that was because... Simi... I'm just going to take it like a boyfriend Boyfriend or girlfriend yeah, situation. Yeah. There are mm-hmm. girls, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't care. They just anyhow. And they just say, you know what? A guy that's going to find me is going to find mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And there are girls that, like, you know what? Mm, I'm going to look good for mm-hmm. a guy to mm-hmm. find me. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to... I'm just, I'm just giving like the scenario. Okay. Simi is that person that, like, I don't care. I'm just going to be me. And Whoever rain. wants to talk to me... Want to have a relationship with me at my job is going to uh, just
2: mm-hmm. break down
3: the, the barrier and yeah, come talk to me. Yeah, I'm what I'm saying. Are you doing it to see? Are you scared of your knowing that if oh. I wear this, pe- I won't get this much connection to people anymore because I don't want to be that mm-hmm. girl that people are afraid to talk, afraid to, to, talk, talk to. to? No, to answer your
0: question, <laughs> no, because I, I, like because for me, like. Even me saying that, okay, I have the privilege of telling who I want, when I want, and, like, having them know me first before anything. Like, mm-hmm. no, if I meet somebody on the first date and it comes up that I'm a Muslim, which has happened countless times, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to be, like, oh, I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm not going to try and, like, cover it. Like, I'm pretty unapologetic about, unapologetic about it. Every one of my coworkers would know. Like, it, it just doesn't... It's not something I'm trying to hide. So I know that my choice not to cover has nothing to do with me trying to, like, not disclosed No, I'm saying, but religion.
3: you're gonna be less approachable if you if you wear them. The, the, yeah, but thing. that's
0: just something that comes with it. Just like people would think, oh, you're less of a good time if you don't drink. But there's people mm. who don't drink and they're not gonna change it just because of wanting to that's feel. That's a good more example. Amongst, it's like you, you know thought what I about mean? that. Okay. Like it's like I don't, I'm not doing it to feel more amongst. Like you're okay.
3: gonna okay. Like uh, your exactly that's going what
1: I'm like. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, no, okay, okay, okay. No. Yeah.
0: Um, so do we want to get back to my question? Yeah, I just you wanted can it to be like that question. Last, be the last question. Yeah, right? I wanted it to be the last Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of, like, for everybody here, like what role does religion play in your life? And do you see it changing as time goes on and anything like that?
2: Um, it pre- it plays a really big role in my mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. but I do think it'll probably play a bigger role. I feel mm-hmm. as if like, a lot of the outward stuff, mm-hmm. it, it dictates that, but mm-hmm. like I'm working on my inside, mm-hmm. like, like my spiritual, soul-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I make that? match, mm-hmm. right, and make sure that, that I'm sound and safe there, mm-hmm. versus, like, just on the outside, like, it dictates how I but, like, it's also just, like, being a good human being. Mm-hmm. That's what yes, it dictates. It's... how I interact with human beings, like, if my religion tells me that I'm supposed to be good to people, that I'm going to try my best to be good to mm-hmm. people, if it tells me check my anger, then I need to check my anger. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that I have, like, I can
1: <laughs> You mind. don't have to defend <laughs> yourself. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 but, you know, what I'm saying? It's like,
2: it dictates um it's like one of the it's it's together where it dictates like how i'm going to treat other people mm-hmm. which is a big thing um mm-hmm. it dictates like what i eat what i don't eat I'm mm-hmm. gone uh, back and forth i mean it's very clear that i don't eat pork mm-hmm. just in case anybody <laughs> just trying to figure out but like there's muslims who eat strictly like um mm-hmm. if you think about yeah. um jews who eat who keep kosher mm-hmm. muslims have the same thing of like keeping halal mm-hmm. and so sure it says that too but anyways um (laughs) it's this idea of like i eat certain meat like the meat has to be killed a certain way Mm i eat a certain meat right and i go back and forth with that i can tell you over the years i've gone from i'll eat the chick-fil-a sandwich to no i'm gonna try to make sure i go to a restaurant that has halal meat Mm -hmm. like it really goes up and down work in progress it's a work in progress and i think that's the story of everyone i think that's the biggest thing i was trying to tell people is just like just when you see somebody whether you see them as a very practicing Christian or a practicing Muslim or a practicing Jew, whatever, it's a whole spectrum of people. Like just because they look one way doesn't mean oh, that yeah, they act yeah. the way that yeah. you assume. Yeah. And everyone is like on their own. Like even when it comes to like covering, I always tell people, I'm just like, I chose to cover. I have siblings that don't cover. Mm-hmm. Right? And it is a personal choice of where you are in your path in your religion. Mm-hmm. And I'm and no one should be able to dictate that like oh you're this age, mm-hmm. you're in this place, yeah. you should be at this point in your religion. Mm-hmm. Like it's very like like Faye brought up. It's personal. Mm-hmm. It's hundred percent personal. Your connections between you and God, that's mm-hmm. nobody
1: else's business. Mm-hmm. Well said. Happy your turn.
3: Scientific base.
1: I'm sorry I'm a
3: scientific guy I go with science I, 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 I let religion go into my life but I'm, to be honest I'm more into like facts I go with facts and let the facts lead, lead, lead where it takes or something I'm not to be okay. honest
1: fair enough um i mean religion plays a role mm-hmm. it doesn't play the biggest role doesn't play as big a role as i would like it to in my mind mm-hmm. so yeah i think like simi said i'm on a journey to make it play a bigger role but i always want it to be contained regardless right like i think mm-hmm. that the values part of it makes sense always it's just like the the rules i don't know if i'm ever going to be a, i i know i'm never going to be 100% of all the rules but you know try to tick as many as i can so that mm-hmm. You know, my book looks good at the end.
0: (laughs) No, um, for me, I think it's all about, like, that value-based system. Like, Uh my values dictate how I behave. And those values came from somewhere. And I'm going to say, for the most part, it came from my religion and how I was raised. So, with that said, like... I definitely adopt the, like, if nobody else is around, God is still watching me type of behavior. And um, so with that said, <laughs> I do agree with Habib in the sense that, like, I'm super philosophical and scientific <laughs> by nature. I always want to know the facts, but I also know that I don't know anything and I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm always welcoming to the idea that there's, there's just so much beyond us that we can't comprehend. And just getting comfortable with that takes you a long way.
1: Okay. Good shout outs.
0: Um, yeah, let's do shout-outs. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have any off the top of I don't have now. any shout-outs. Well, mm-hmm. first of all, shout-out to our
1: guests for joining us. Mayor yeah, and sure. Habib. Thank you so much. You know, you, you guys, know, could guys could be doing a bunch of other things. So, yeah. good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and then, yeah, that's it. I don't really have a shout-out either. Shout-out to all the people organizing all the protests. The NSARS protests. Yes. The people that have been going out to the protests. Mm-hmm. People that have been supporting with money and their voices and other things. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, shout out to everyone, and yeah, participate however you can. Mm -hmm. I know we're far from Nigeria, so it's not always easy, Um, but yeah, go to the protests if you can. It might not seem like a big deal, but you know, one more person there looks better. Media coverage is going to be better. You know, I'm going to try to go to one of the protests if they keep happening. Mm -hmm. I'm a little ashamed they haven't gone to any, so Mm -hmm. are you guys going to go to protests if there's one next week?
0: I'll go with you. (laughs) i don't like that you tied it to me yeah exactly
2: i'm always the person who says you know know your um know your lane not Mm -hmm. everybody's always going to be on the front line of the Mm -hmm. process so Mm -hmm. make sure that you know your role and take that active role if that means you're active in your finances and you're financially supporting the people whether it's like you're a lawyer or you know lawyers back Mm -hmm. in nigeria pay them help them to get protesters um Fair cases and out of um, court. But like, mm-hmm. I think that's one thing I even learned at the beginning of the Black Lives Matter moment. It's just like, I've never been somebody who's out of, physically at a protest. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me to do everything else, like other roles, I got you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, knowing who you are and never, I don't feel as if like, Oh, because you're not at a protest. Oh, that you're, not, you, doing you're not doing anything. There's, there's no you're thing truly you can do. not doing anything if you haven't like truly done anything. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. there's other avenues for you to make sure that you support if you're not
1: physically on the front lines. All right, I think that that's a good way to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye.
0: Bye.